Good e evening, good evening. It's almost midnight, almost it's Friday morning. Um, this is your host, Minister Aaron D. Hubbard. <clears throat> this is like a part two of what I talk about unforgiveness. I was going through the chapters of Genesis, but earlier I was thinking about it was placed in my heart to talk about forgiveness again. And the Lord gave me the spirit of deciphering about Jacob and Esau. Now, I'm not going to be on here long, hopefully. But uh, I just want to give you a few nuggets of what I gathered. Okay? So, in Genesis chapter 27, we see that Isaac is very old. And he has two sons by the name of Jacob and Esau. His wife, Rebecca, um, Rebecca, in my opinion, was a ruthless woman. I mean, she would do, say anything to get her way. And being that these offset twins, Esau and Jacob, Jacob was the most, how should I put it, defiant, Slash mama's boy. Uh, Esau was the warrior, the soldier of the family. Uh, while Esau was out hunting and doing his thing out in the woods, Jacob at home, sweeping, washing dishes, sewing, ironing, all that stuff. Um... Until one day, their father, Isaac, was, was old, and he called Esau in and gave him a, a request on his last days. And he asked Esau, would he go out and get him some venison? Now, for the longest time, I know what venison was. It's deer, deer meat. I tried it. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's very nasty to me. And he said to Jacob, excuse me, Esau, he said, if you do this for me, you know, I will give you my last blessing. Because I had no idea when my time would come to an end on this earth. I want you to go out and get something to eat, a deer, uh, bring it to me in a savory gravy uh, so that I may eat of it so that my soul may be blessed before I die. Now, here's where Rebecca comes in. Now, I told you before, Rebecca was ruthless. And she's nosy. She overheard the conversation between Esau and Isaac. And he, she told Jacob, she said, I overheard what your father told your big brother. But hear me out. Go out there. Give me two kids. Goats. Okay, goats. <laughs> I will prepare a meal 
for your dying father. And I prepared for him. I want you to serve it to him. Now Jacob was kind of like, wait a minute, mama. Wait a minute. Hold on. Slow your roll. You know Esau's hairy, right? He got hair. He's built. He's solid. He's been working out, pumping stone every day. Uh, he got hair in his chest, on his arms, legs. The, the boy, is, he's solid. And I am a smooth man. My skin is like newborn baby skin. Rebecca said, don't worry about all that. I got this plan. What I want you to do is do is I say, let me handle the rest. So, of course, he went out, got two kids slash goats. She prepared it. And I think from the... Uh, uh, from the fur of other animals she had stocked up, made sleeves for him, so that they, she can fool Isaac, because you know Isaac was dying. Isaac's sight wasn't as good as it used to be. So he went in there and called in into his father. He said, "Father," and he said, "Who is it? Who are you?" It's your oldest, Esau. And here's what Isaac kicked in the door. He said, wait a minute. The voice is Jacob. Come here for a second. Let me feel you. Let me touch you. Can you imagine him being nervous when somebody whose sight is going away Want to touch you, feel you out, call you out? This is strange. Hold up. The voice is Jacob's, but your skin is like Esau's. What's going on? And Jacob said, I am Esau. Here's your meal. How do you find it so fast? The Lord help me. Okay. All right. Well, give it here. I'm hungry. So after he fed his father, Isaac, Isaac precluded by giving him his last blessing. A few hours later, here come Esau. Who was that? This is your oldest son, father. I'm Esau. Huh? Say what? Yes, I come to bring you your venison for my, my blessing. Now, now I'm confused. I know I'm I know I'm blind as a bat. But when you hear earlier, uh-uh. You sure about that? Yes, Dad. I was in the field getting your food for you. Can you give me my blessing? And this when this is when 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 Isaac had to confess. I'm so, so son, I am so sorry. I gave my final blessing to Jacob. Y'all, Esau broke down, crying. Father, no, no, father. 
I need your blessing. Please give me your blessing. I'm sorry, son. I don't have any left. This pissed Esau off. He was so furious with Jacob. Their own mother, Rebecca, gave Jacob a heads up. Leave the house, leave the city, leave the state, leave the country. Your brother is on a rampage. He's after you. For so many years, Esau was furious with his brother. How would you feel if your parents or your parent gave your siblings their last blessing? I, so-and-so, in my last will and testament, give so-and-so whatever. You be like, wait a minute, mama. Wait a minute, dad. You promised this to me. How you gonna give away my stuff? My blessing. And to fast forward all this, in chapter 33. Verse 4. Evidently, the Lord spoke to Esau and calmed him down. Because you can't stay mad forever. <laughs> you can't hold a grudge forever. I tried it. It don't work. Chapter 33. Verse 4. And Esau ran to meet him. Who is him? Jacob. Embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. That is forgiveness. When your own kinfolk do you dirty. Oh, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be uh, pissed off. But there has to be a time and place where you have to forgive them who wronged you. And I say the F word. Y'all don't like the F word, do you? The F word to y'all is like a cuss word. Y'all don't like that word. Because a lot of us hate to forgive folks. And we make all kinds of excuses. I would forgive them, but they did this to me. I would forgive them, but they said this about me. I would forgive them, but they spread my name all over town, drug it through the mud. But what God is saying is forgive them. He also went a little bit further. He said, if you don't forgive 
those who wronged you, then I won't forgive you of your trespasses. Ooh, wait a minute. He said, if you don't forgive those who messed you over, the Lord God himself said, I'm not going to forgive you of what you did, did to me. I don't know about the rest of y'all. But I did some stuff to God that I should be in hell for right now. I had folks do me so wrong. I held grudges. I cursed them under my breath. I thought evil things towards these people. But God said, no, you got to forgive these people. Because if you don't forgive them, then I'm not going to forgive you what you did. Our own worst enemy is us. We block our own blessings. And think we are all right with God. Some people have the audacity to say, well, I go to church and what's your point? I go to Bible study. So? I go to Sunday school. I'm in the choir. I'm the usher. I'm on the deacon board. I'm this, I'm that. But have an unforgiving spirit in them. They will not forgive those who wrong them. I heard a question years ago. Somebody asked somebody else. And they said, are you saved? And the person that asked that to gave a weird answer. They said, I go to church. Uh, I didn't ask you to go to church. I asked you, are you saved? A lot of people out here have it in their mindset that going to church or going to a, a building rather with a name on it would get them saved. The Bible does not say that. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ is Lord, thou shalt be saved. It didn't say about going to church, getting dressed up in your Easter suit. Confession, believing, receiving to get the salvation. We gotta forgive. Don't get me wrong. Forgiving others is not an easy task. Oh my God, just said something. Forgiving others is not an easy task. I told you before, I had eight to ten years of hatred against my last church. 
I hated the pastor. I hated the staff. I hated everybody who was against me and my family. Because here I'm thinking like we serve the same God. How are y'all going to treat us bad? I feel like Club Nouveau. Why you treat me so bad? And God said to, my, said to me, he said, they don't really hate you. They don't really hate you, Aaron. They hate what's inside you. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. But I hated them. I couldn't stand these folks. I had a hit list of everybody who's on my on my list to get back at if I saw them again. And God said, "You gotta forgive them." I don't want to forgive these people. You gotta forgive them. Did you hear what they said about me? I heard. Forgive them. Did you see what they did to me? How they treated me? I heard and I saw. Forgive them. But you didn't see how so-and-so did me dirty when they said they're going to do this and that and this and that. They lied about it. I saw everything. But you got to forgive them. Why? Why got to those who hurt me, Lord? It is still fresh on my mind. After all this time, I still have flashbacks of how they treated me in the church. Why got to forgive them? The Lord said, because I forgave you your trespasses. If Christ himself was hung on a cross and told his father, forgive them for they know not what they do, what makes us think that we can't forgive? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, scratch that word, scratch the word can't. What makes us think that we won't forgive them, forgive people who did us wrong? You don't think what you're going through now, Christ suffered years ago? This is a man who was 100% flesh and 100% spirit. God himself. And if I hear one more sermon preaches or teaches about there are three gods, I'm going to throw up. No. God the Father, one. God the Son, one. God the Holy Spirit, one. Three in one. Not three gods. But if he said 
Forgive them, Dad. And end it with a clause for they know not what they're doing. Because they were messing with the Son of God. When you have a when you have a, 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 a bright sunny day turn real dark real fast because you got there, got his son on a cross, you done messed up. Talk about a major earthquake. But you have the veil was ripped into. The sun stopped shining. Y'all done made God mad. And somebody had the, the wake up call to say, surely this is the Son of God. When that Roman centurion tried to apprehend Christ, after Judas turned him in with a kiss. Mm. Peter. Y'all know Peter got a, a serious attitude problem. Peter. Got to fighting. Cut off the man's ear. And Jesus healed it. Ooh, boy. And he said, do with me as you wish. My term, layman's terms. Because that was his mission. To come from glory. To heal the sick. Give sight to the blind. Have the lame walk. The deaf speak. The mute speak. To calm raging storms. To feed 5,000 plus people. With two fish. And five biscuits. And then have a. Platform. Or 12 baskets left over. And they have the nerve. To crucify this man. After all that he done did for these folks. Hollering one minute. Messiah. The next, crucify him. And he said, Father, forgive them. That couldn't be me. Church, that, that couldn't be me. But aren't you glad that Christ is not us? Because we are 100% sinful. David said, I was born in sin. Shaped in iniquity. And in sin, their mother conceived me. We are some sinful creatures on planet earth. And to have somebody who was down for getting crucified on our behalf. So that we may have eternal life. Die for us. Enough said.
don't be like Jacob. As a matter of fact, don't be like Esau. But be who God created you to be. Be the man, the woman that God created you to be. And you know what? One more thing. Thank you, Lord. One more thing I'll tell y'all. In the midst of my anger with my last church, He was giving me the insight of how to be the better man. Mm-hmm. Because on this day, after all that I've been through, the people in general, he has given me new skin. Tough skin. Don't get me wrong. There are some things I'm still bothered by. But when I say I got tough skin, I don't let the small things get to me like they used to. I had to learn to pick my battles. Because you can't fight all the time. It's, 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 it's overwhelming. But I'll call you one better. Give your battles to God. The Bible says that he, he said, cast all our cares upon him. Why? Because he cares for us. I have enough, just enough sense to give all my cares to God because I can't deal with the, the heaviness, the stress, no more. Because you can't change people. You No, no. You, you, you cannot change people. You can't change yourself because people are fickle. They gonna do what they gonna do when they won't do it, how they gonna do it, as they please. Give them to God. Because if you don't forgive folks who wronged you, or should I say we, if we don't forgive the folks who wronged us, then we will lose so much sleep, tossing and turning, stressed out over nothing. So my only option is this. I'm giving everything, the good worries, the bad worries. Yes, I say good worries. By that I mean there are some good things coming our way. But we are wondering when are we going to receive that. Stop worrying about it. God knows what you need. 
He knows what you have uh, a longing for. He shall supply all. He shall supply all our needs according to the riches and glory. Stop tripping over little things. Stop tripping over little people. And give your cares, your worries, your concerns, your issues to God. It would make no sense praying to God and then worrying at the same time. It would make no sense worrying about something knowing that God can handle it. If you're going to pray, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. You can't do both. And I, for one, will give him my cares. Because I can't deal with them no more. I tried it my own way. It don't work. So whatever you got going on in your life, give it to him. And whether you believe it or not, he already has the answer. He already knows what we need. All he's asking for us to do, in layman's terms, stop tripping.